Wake up in the morning, get my grind on. Hop in the shower, brush my teeth, and get my shine on. Hey, Skylar Mac, we taking trips to different time zones. I feel like ET, way these bitches trying to find home. Wake up in the morning, get my grind on. Hop in the shower, brush my teeth, and get my shine on. Hey, Skylar Mac, we taking trips to different time zones. I feel like Welcome, everybody, to Living on Purpose Podcast. We're your host, James Hagler. What's up, brother? What's up? All right. Uh, myself, Jason Wilson. Today, we have a special guest, singer-songwriter, Jean de Pierce from Atlanta, Georgia. Welcome to our show. Thank you all so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here um, and just share this experience with you all. Thank You're you welcome. so much. Thank you so much. We're glad to have you. Yes, absolutely. All right, so let's jump right in. So you're from Atlanta. Um, when you grew up, did you have aspirations of being a singer or did this come much later? Okay, so my aspirations growing up was to be the first Olympian with the Grammy to be a lawyer. That was, that was my whole skill. <laughs> That was my whole spiel growing up. So like music was always in there, but it was like, I'm going to be an Olympian that won a Grammy. That's an attorney. So um, wow. that was my whole, yeah, that was my whole thing. Uh, and so I was able to get, get like bits and pieces of um, uh, in its own special way. So yeah, but music was definitely like always there. Like, yes. Okay. So all through school, you sang, did you play any instruments? So I, I tell people, long answer is if somebody was like, hey, Jande, I need you to play some music or I'm going to take you out. I got a good five songs that I can like push through on keys and on guitar that will sound amazing. But um, I did take up, I didn't recently take up, I took up keys recently, actually, because I wanted to get in like the flow of it, kind of be able to perform with the instrument as well as just you know singing kind of like make sure I have the whole package as well so I just kind of took up keys and guitar a little bit okay what uh electric guitar rhythm guitar acoustic acoustic guitar okay which one you like the best the keys I don't like keys because keys don't have my hands on fire. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like guitar does. Like by the time you finish practicing on guitar, your your hands yeah. are red. You got imprints in your hands and stuff like that. So yeah. you know, with keys, the most you got to do is like stretch a little bit. You know, stretch them out. You know, they might get a little tired, but with guitar, yeah, yeah. So. I respect anybody that can play guitar. Seriously. Oh. Absolutely. Especially for a long period of time. You know yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, I got to drink all the mustard, all this stuff. Make sure you don't cramp up or anything like that. So. Oh, oh for sure. I can imagine. <laughs> so oh, yeah. gro growing up, did you have anybody that you looked up to uh, that, that were singers or musicians? Uh, that were musicians. Um, at a young age, there were people that kind of like pushed me. So Lily, um, Lily from SWV actually went to my church growing up. And um, she always kind of pushed me a little bit to be like, you know, keep doing this, keep doing that. So she really motivated me to stay on the path of music, mm -hmm. um, as well as people that weren't musically inclined, but some of my music teachers, my music teacher, 
in elementary school. Her name was Miss McFadden. And she was like, Jean Day, I think you got a little something on you. I think you need to stick with it. And I was kind of like, mm. so she ended up um, convincing me to go to performing arts school and just really letting me kind of develop my talent and just keep on really focusing on it. Um, but yeah, like those were pretty much the two musical people that really pushed me um, that were actually there and um, that motivated me. Okay, and now tell us uh, your transition from school to college. Did you sing throughout college too? So not as, honestly, not as much as I would have liked. Um, I was on a full track scholarship. So when you're on a full track scholarship up at Florida State, at Florida State at that, um, it's kind of like, hey, you know, that's your, that's your job. And as much as I love music, I still would, you know, touch it here and there. I was always writing, like you can always write. Um, I wasn't able to really focus and zone in as much on it as I would have liked, just because track in itself is like, that's your job. That's what we pay you to do. That's why you're here. So, um, no, but I was um, grateful for that. But I definitely would have loved to been able to engulf myself more in music while I was there. Okay, so. The, um, so how was the experience of singing a national anthem? at the football game. I know that's got to be nerve wracking because you got to <laughs> sing it right. You know, it's just like when 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 we have the singers come and sing the national anthem in the boxing ring, you know, mm -hmm. it's quieter there because everybody wants to hear it, you know? So I just want to get a feel of what you, what was going through your mind and how you was feeling. Was you nervous, excited, over anxious? I feel like if you're not nervous, I'm, I'm always nervous. I, I promise you I could sing the same song 50 times and on the 50th time, I'm still going to be nervous. Hmm. But it was it was such a blessing, though, to be able to experience that. Um, oh, but absolutely. I was like, oh, I ain't trying to be one of them YouTube people that end up, <laughs> messing, up, <laughs> that end up messing up the national anthem. I'm not trying to right. be on nobody's bloopers or <laughs> going by for the wrong thing. Um, so it was absolutely like uh, an amazing experience. They had the, the staff there um, at the facility was so amazing. They made sure I had everything I needed. Um, like, yeah, just to be there um, and just experience that and, and sing it well. Right, uh, right. It was, it was, it was super phenomenal. So it was, but yeah, I was definitely like, yeah. you know, we're not, <laughs> we're not, we're not gonna mess it up. That's right, right, right. So what do you do for the nerves? breathe hmm. like um sometimes i think we get nervous because we just don't take our time and we feel like we have to rush or we feel we start thinking ahead instead of thinking of like the moment and like thinking of like what's going on now and so sometimes like growing up it's always been like take your time breathe like and i also move if you ever um if you've ever seen me perform or be on or be on stage I'm moving and it's like, oh, she's so, she's so energetic. And it's like, child, it's cause I'm trying not to shake um, <laughs> or like be nervous. So um, I also make sure I move. Like I'm, it's very seldom let you'll see me just like standing there. And usually like, like, yeah, that's how I breathe and I move. So that's, that's what helps um, kind of get the nerves away. And you practice, when you practice, it helps stuff out as well. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, cause you're more confident. About you're more what you're doing, you know, no question. And uh, if you were, if, I guess if we caught you standing there, 
oh, something's wrong. <laughs> Even though something's wrong. <laughs> something's not right. Something's yeah, not right. Yeah. You know, you know MC Light, right? Yes. You know how when she, this is crazy. Uh, when she when she gets nervous, she farts. <laughs> Does she? she? You know how to do it like that? Those yeah, she she well well because hey, uh, she said it on Arsenio Hall show. <laughs> she said she. <laughs> I don't forget. I remember watching the show, and she says backstage before she performed, she's like, "Don't stand behind." And I oh, was like, why? And she said, because that's the nerves. The nerves get it. She says she stopped pooping. You know what I mean? And that's just, she's always been that way. And same thing with like Run DMC, uh, DMC. He had stage fright. Before he went on the stage, I mean, he had to drink 40 ounces mm -hmm. of beer just so he was able to go ahead and perform. And that almost killed him later on in his life. So he had, that's one of the reasons why he stopped performing. You that know, was that was uh Janice Joplin too, man. She used to drink a fifth of Jack. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Not the yeah. nurse. See, the nurse is a killer. But I was taught if you if you know the material, you know what you're doing, it's all right to be a little nervous, but that's yeah. all that's all it should be. It should be no more than that. It shouldn't escalate. Because if you don't know the material, now you got a reason to panic. Because yeah. now you gotta you gotta try to get through that. And if you can't get through that, you're gonna make a fool of yourself. My dad said, my dad always used to say, he's like, it's okay to be nervous. Don't be scared now. Right, but right, it's okay right. to be, he's like, don't be scared, but it's okay to be nervous. Because it's like, I feel like when you're nervous, like it's still fresh to you or it's still new and it's not, you're not comfortable and you're always willing to be better. And you're, that's what I get from being nervous. I feel like once we get comfortable, it's kind of like, right. am I willing to grow? Do I, can I see where I can do better? Like, Am I going to give him my all? Am I giving it a hundred percent for me? So yeah, I'm generally like people like you don't get nervous. I was like, so who said that? Little do you know, right? <laughs> who said that? <laughs> so with the pandemic last year, you know everybody's music career was affected. Um, how did you transition out of that and put an album out last year? How did you do that? So um, you know I. The pandemic for a lot of people was um, a little unfortunate, um, but for me, I was definitely able to zone in. I was like, stuff is kind of like shut down a little bit, and that was my time to really zone in. And I produced my baby, my, and I was um, that was what it was for me. It was a time to just kind of focus and like kind of reevaluate um, and prioritize as well. It was like, what, like, what am I trying to do right now? What is my goal right now? And let me zone in and focus on that. So the pandemic for me was necessary. Um, it was kind of some time for me to just reevaluate and just really zone in on my project instead of like, oh, I got to do this. Or I got to go somewhere. I, I don't have time. It's like, what's the reason? Like, right. why can't you focus on it? Um, especially if like I have the resources and people are staying safe. Like, yeah, let's go ahead and like, let's finish this bad boy up and let's put this out. Mm. So um, as far as... Um making money from your music um are you touring uh i know that you know sales on internet is is like nothing what is like two or three cents per download something like that i mean you don't make money not, like that not much um so for me so my goal uh for my project was first just to show a lot of people were like hey we don't have any like viable music from you can you make a, you know, can you make a project? Because a lot of people, 
singles are amazing and I, I don't knock it like singles are great but it's hard for a lot of people to create a body of work right and so I was like hey I want you I can do singles and I can do that but I also want you to know that I can like I can put together a body of work like of course you know I had help and I appreciate everybody that like was a part of it but this was like Jande wants to do this Jande is investing in this Jande is doing this and I just wanted to create a body of work Fortunately, that it's been helpful. I was able to get placements um, from the writing because I wrote um, probably like 95% of my project and everything wow. else was just like from producers and things like that, like helping. But like I, I pinned my whole project. And so a lot of th- opportunities as far as like songwriting opportunities came into play, um, which is, you know, that's money on, you know, that's, that's that longevity, that, that good money um, right. in song songwriting um and then I just was given other opportunities so like it's I've been making I appreciate my project like it did exactly what it needed to do um I got shows I've been able to perform my music in Atlanta Um, so the next question I was going to ask yeah I've just been able to it's it's nice to like it's you know I always enjoy doing covers but it's it's always a different feeling to write some like to perform something that like comes from somewhere that you wrote and for people to want you to perform your music you know a lot of people like yeah I want you to sing this but it's like when people are like hey I want you to perform your song I love that song can you Mm -hmm. do that song off your project so like yeah I've been granted opportunities to perform my music as well around Atlanta and just different places so I'm excited um I'm excited for now but I'm also excited for like what's to come as well okay so because i was i was wondering about that because uh i used to hang around uh jamal jamal and malik and they uh you know they was discovered by left eye and back in the day they hung around uh keith sherman i mean keith murray eric sherman and their group was called illegal and that's how they made their money was doing shows in atlanta because everybody you know they was always featured featured on uh, Eric's album or Keith albums or even Redman's album and you know people wanted to hear them and that's how they made the bulk of their money was doing these little shows especially around in Atlanta at the time Atlanta was blowing up we had the rim shop everybody would come into the rim shop I mean I mean everybody pink Shaq all of them come to the rim shop that was like that was like the mecca when you came to Atlanta back oh. in 92 and that's how like I said that's how Jamal and them, that's how they would get their money was doing these shows the shows brought the big money, especially when you're doing them right there in Atlanta too. Yeah, and it's and it's it's opportunity definitely in Atlanta. Atlanta being like the new like the hot spot right now. It's well, what's well, what's the biggest clubs in Atlanta? Because I don't know them right now. I know all the old ones. <laughs> clubs, okay. Because I'm thinking of like venues. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, that's the same thing. <laughs> um. So. For sure. So I, I just performed at City Winery and a lot of like cool people, like a lot of people come through City Winery. That's always a, a cool spot to perform. St. James Live is cool. Performing at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium is always like a cool thing to do because um, I was blessed to be able to do that with Kanye um, for his listening party um, events that he had, concerts. Uh, what else? There's so many. There's so so many places in Atlanta that 
that are now like looking for live music or looking for play, like people to perform. But wow, for sure, wow, really? those are definitely, yes. But for sure, wow. like those are some of my favorites that I've performed at. No there's this place called Backstage. I always enjoy performing there. Um, yeah, there's so many places. Um, does there need hip hop, hip hop uh, venues actually to come and sing there or how does that work? As in, I'm trying to think of what, like, like tabernacle type vibes, like type places, or um, uh, well, they have, they have like no hip hop places. Cause I'm trying to think of what would be considered a hip hop place. Oh wow! See, see, that's the difference now because we back then we had 112 Velvet Room. Mm. You know, those clubs don't even exist now. So I, I would be. That's why I'm asking you because you're the. You're young and you know you're out and about it. So, well, at least when I go to Atlanta, I can say, "Hey, I want to go to this club here." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And well, then, ask, I know? feel like everything is so like such a mixture, though. So it's like the same oh. places that'll have like R&B things, like one night or like R&B shows. We'll have like hip hop artists or like other type of artists. I think because Atlanta is so like. Culturally diverse. Yeah, it's it's a lot of stuff going on. So I, I don't even think now there's, that I'm aware of, there's even places that are like, well, this is designated for this, or this is designated for this genre. Um, For for me, um, yeah, but I have, I've, I've done a couple, um, some things with some hip hop artists as well, but it was, it's like technically not a hip hop venue though. So I was like right, thinking, right. Of, so yeah. Right, so it changed up a little bit, huh? a lot. It's, it's changed. From, it's from changed even from when I was here, because I was yeah. gone for about five and a half years. So wow. when I came back to Atlanta, I kind of had to relearn everything all over again for me. No doubt, so, I, I feel the same way. Because I'm asking my son, I'm like, what, what, you know, where the clubs are? I was just down there not too long ago with my son fighting, and I was like, well, you know, what's the best club to go to? He he mentioned some club. I can't, I can't even remember the name of it because it's just a weird, it's a weird name and I was like wow and he and he was just saying that's what uh, I guess the baby that's where they go and uh mm -hmm. and, and perform and chill and I was just trying to find out because I haven't been down there and hung out I have actually I haven't hung out in Atlanta yeah, they have like Josephine Lounge that's like a new major place as well um and then I know they also have like Apache Apache super cool open mic hip-hop vibes as right, well so right, right. those are some other two places that are it's always going to be some type of music, hip hop music, right. R&B music going on there. Well, that's cool that it's diverse. Like, that means it, it just gives you more action and it, it's just more more of a variety of things that's going on. Are there any artists that you want to collaborate with? Oh my God, yes. yes. <laughs> um, so I, I, love, I love Jasmine Sullivan. I've been loving her for a long time, a very long time. Uh, I've really been rocking with Lucky Day lately. Yeah. Like, I really love Lucky Day. I love his sound. I love, like, the live instrumentation that he brings. I've really, um, I've really been bobbing with, um, with him a lot. Of course, I would love to write. I would love to write for Beyonce. Like, I would love to just write a Beyonce record. Um, for me, okay, so I, I love to have Jay-Z on the record uh, with me. That's my favorite. Like, I love him. That's my favorite rapper. Uh, but I would really love um, 
I love to do a record with him um, in the future. And I would love to, one thing that Lucky Day's been doing that I really like, he's kind of been mixing some of like more seasoned artists and some of his music. Like he has a record with Babyface, he has a record with like Earth, Wind and Fire. Right. So like, I would love to do something with like Anita. I would love to do something with, ooh, I don't know I would love to write with Babyface as well. I would love to either like, like collaborate on a record with Babyface because he's just so talented. Um, yes, he is. He is. Yeah. yeah. And I also would like to write, a, I have a record with The Dream as well. The dream, like him having pen a record. Right. Yes. What about how about your um what do you go for your for your beats? Okay, so for my beats, so for my project, um, the producers that I used, it's it's such an interesting story. Um, it's just kind of just meeting people at the right time and right. at the right place. Uh literally, I was um an artist wanted me to help collab with the project they were working on and so from collaborating with her I ended up meeting the producers that are some of one of the producers that are on our project the creative villains and so then from there um I actually met the other one other producer that's on my project I had an interview at 107.9 and um he was there speaking as well and we ended up just connecting like it's, it's just funny how like things kind of just fall into place so it wasn't any like anything specific like yeah. oh I want them it's just I know meeting the right people at the right time another one of my producers met him at church um and he ended up just being dope as well and from him I met the um the only female producer I have on my project TP who created a couple records on my project as well so like it was just Things just fell into place. I things are just aligned, and that's how I ended up working with the producers that I have. And then just from different opportunities, now I've just been meeting a lot of other producers um, and just seeing what fits. Because you know, people can be amazing, but if if the chemistry isn't there right. while working on it, it just won't. You know, it won't mesh. So, so right. like, do, like, do you like working with uh, more synthesizers or instruments? I like instruments. I'm a I'm an instrument type of girl. <laughs> but um, so a couple of my records have live instrumentation. Um, but I'm not like I'm not gonna say like if it's not live. No doubt, no doubt. Keep it away. You know, keep it no, out of no, my yeah. face. But um, yeah, I definitely you, yeah, because you miss out a lot if you do yes. That. But I definitely I appreciate a good live collaborative effort on a record. No doubt. Um, so you yeah. gotta check you gotta check this this girl out on Spotify. Her name is Jazzy Modo, Jazzy Mozo. Uh -huh. And she did a lot of music for um for uh, well, what's that group to sing any of um it's the old school group. They they use their music all the time. Uh, I got it on tip of my tongue. Um MOP. Okay. She did a lot of their stuff. She's she's dope. She's dope. You have to check her stuff out on uh, Spotify. You might like some of her stuff. Jazzy okay. Modo? Jazzy Moto, yeah. Okay. Her 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 um her uncle, he's a famous conductor. You know, he uh the way he used to write music is bananas. Okay. Like something off of Charlie Brown walking down the street, he's like this. 
And you look at him like, what is he doing? What he's doing, he's 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 do, making music. He's doing the notes, and he'd just stop and he would write stuff down. He was phenomenal, you know, phenomenal uh, guy, man. So she gets she gets the talent from him, and she works with a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of hip hop artists as well. Okay. So if you get a chance, check out Jazzy Moto. Got you. So John Day. I'm sorry, James. Go ahead. Uh, she said she calls herself the baddest female uh, producer. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. So John Day, uh, is your music talent uh, inherited from somebody else in your family, or is this something that that's been given to you by God directly? So word on the street is my grandmother could sing, but other than that. I don't know where it came from. <laughs> my dad, the most my dad can do, he can whistle very well. And, <laughs> and that's all, that's pretty much all I got. Like I wasn't, um, no, it wasn't, it wasn't, that helped, the whistling helped. But as far as like singing, we're going to say grandma. We're going to say you got it from grandma. We're going to say it's from grandma because right. everybody else, it's a no. It's, it's, it's a no for me, doc. It's a no for me. Now, oh, no. now, have you heard Ray Leonard Jr. sing? I feel like I have. <laughs> you see that look? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I caught I that. <laughs> I was like, I'm not saying he can't. <laughs> and I haven't heard him. So. Okay, all right. <laughs> I did get a little bit. It's like this. If you haven't heard him, then that means he can't. <laughs> <laughs> No, actually, actually, bruh, uh, I did an event with Ray Leonard Jr. last year. He was on my uh, my networking event online. Right. And uh, his uh, his manager, Joy, was like, Ray can actually sing. And everybody's like, OK, we got to hear this. And he actually sang, bruh. Really? He did. Why he, I don't know why he's keeping that under, under wraps. I don't know, but, but he can sing. <laughs> yeah. So we we definitely gotta uh, get him to sing on our show. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be tough. Yeah, yeah you, gotta, you gotta put him on the spot. You can't tell him ahead of time. You gotta put him. On I know. The spot. I know. I don't yeah. think putting him on the spot. I think we have to pull some teeth, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so John Day, you have uh, something you're gonna perform for us today. I do, I do, I do. So I'm going to be performing a song off of my project, Face the Facts, that is out everywhere on all streaming platforms. Um, and it's called But You, um, produced by Creative Villains. Um, we have Tyler Alexander on guitar, and I wrote the record. Phenomenal. All right. So we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Right. Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Jean Day, and the song you are about to hear is But You off of my project, Face the Facts. Hope you enjoy. Mm -hmm. Chorus, my body, yeah. in my mind as you're loving me down now that you're here 
promise I won't let you down Cause I'm loving the way you hold me Loving the way you carry it It's something about you, baby My heart can't seem to bear I don't want nobody but you, babe I don't want nobody but you, baby Let me admire your canvas is my body you serve. I know I don't deserve what you're about to do. Let our bodies intertwine. Let me put my passion fruit juices on you. Loving the way you care. It's something about you, baby. My heart can't seem to bear. I don't. Nobody but you, baby. Yeah. No, 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 no. So, John Day, where, where can everybody find you on social media? Well, everybody can find me on social media. You can find me on Facebook, IG. It is J-A-N-D-E-L-O-V-E, the number one. So, J-A-N-D-E-L-O-V-E-1. John Day Love One, that's on my Twitter, that's on my IG. It's my name, John Day Pierce, on Facebook and on Spotify, Apple Music, title is John Day. Just John Day and the title of the album is Face the Facts. Wonderful. Thank you again. Thank you. Thank you, Scott. Bye. All right. Take care now. You too.